Welcome to the Cardinal Newman Society podcast. I am your host, Kevin Murphy. Today, we are joined by a special guest. The Wisdom of Solomon is the title of our time together today because we are being joined by Kelly Solomon, Vice President of Newman Guide Programs at the Cardinal Newman Society. Kelly, welcome. Thank you, Kevin. Great to be with you. So Kelly came all the way from North Carolina to join us today as we are in Gainesville broadcasting live today. So Kelly, I want to talk to you a little bit about your background. How did you come to the Newman Society? How did you get to the Cardinal Newman Society? Sure. Well, I feel like I've come full circle. I actually used the Newman Guide myself when I was in high school. My parents heard about the Newman Guide when it came time for me to be looking at colleges. My older siblings didn't benefit from the Newman Guide. But I was thrilled to be presented with this print copy of the Newman Guide. I think it was the first edition. And I remember reading through every profile in that book and reading the information about the advantages of choosing a faithful Catholic college. And I knew I really wanted to go to one of these great places. In high school? In high school, yes. I could see how exciting it would be to be a part of one of these great Catholic communities. And I had a great Catholic education growing up between Catholic schools, homeschooling, a Catholic high school. And I really wanted that to continue. Uh, I also wanted to play Division One tennis. And so I looked through all the colleges in the Newman Guide. I found one that fit all my needs and, you know, received academic and athletic money to attend there. And it was just a wonderful experience, a great blessing in my life. And now here I've come full circle wow. <laughs> to now working for the Cardinal Newman Society for the last 10 years. So, Kelly, tell us about that. So you... The, the interesting I find about that story is you were in high school and wanted Catholic community. Now, I think you were very mature, I guess, for your age. Did other people that were with you, did, was that also something they wanted or was that just, did you find yourself being unique in that aspect? Or There were several of my friends who were also looking at Newman Guide Colleges, again, for the first time, thanks to Patrick Riley and his staff who put together these lists of faithful Catholic colleges that us down in, in Florida would have never probably known about. So a group of us went and had visited several of the colleges and had great experiences at each of them. Each of my friends and I ended up going different places, which is one of the really neat things about the Newman Guide Colleges is that they're all faithful Catholic colleges, yeah. but they all have very different cultures, charisms, approaches, right? So helping the student find the best fit for them. And yes, ultimately, you know, I think I really, I, I said, mom and dad, this is where I really want to go. And my parents are, you know, practicing Catholics who did their best to raise us all in the faith. And, and they really could see the value in faithful Catholic education. And so we're eager to make that happen. Beautiful. Now, you had a unique crossroads, though, because you not only wanted a Catholic college, but you wanted something that you could continue your sports career in, right? That's right. And you are a tennis player. Yes. Okay. Love, love tennis. Saw Wimbledon yesterday. Oh, yeah. So you are, as a tennis player, and, and in Florida, I mean, that's great. That's where, it's, that's where I know the tennis associations are located. So when you came down to choosing the school, you looked and said, not only is this a faithful community, but I can extend my, my athletic career here. And this, and you're, you know, like 17, 18 years old, right? Right. What school did you end up choosing? Well, I ended up choosing Mount St. Mary's University, okay. which was in the Newman Guide for many years. And we hope one day it'll come back into the Newman Guide. Wow. 
It was it was a great time to be there. There was faithful leadership. There was a strong campus ministry, daily mass, frequent opportunities for the sacraments. So many great friends who've become lifelong friends that I met there. Mm. A beautiful liberal arts core curriculum, which all of the Newman Guide Colleges have in common, you know, at least that strong liberal arts core curriculum. And then the opportunity to compete in a in an athletic sport, I think really helps with forming mind, body, and soul, right? And learning how to organize your time, learning how to give your best at whatever you're doing. I you know, as I hear this, I wanna I want to stop us for a second because the Newman Guide has become so popular in faithful Catholic homes, yes. parents that want their children, especially today, Kelly. I mean, when you see the culture and what people are confronted with when they go to college, it's sometimes shocking. And so I want people, though, to kind of get a little bit of an understanding of the Newman Guide. So this launched in 2007, and it launched as a print product, right? Correct. So, Kelly, what exactly is the Newman Guide? The Newman Guide recognizes faithful Catholic education for Catholic families. The Newman Guide was first published in 2007. Our founder and president, Patrick Riley, and his staff published the first edition of the Newman Guide. In 2009, Patrick had the chance to present a copy of the Newman Guide to Pope Benedict XVI on the steps of St. Peter's in Rome. That's on our website. Yes, you can see the picture there. It's an amazing experience. Patrick has a goatee and everything. I mean, you can tell. It's, <laughs> this uh, yeah. is years ago. Yeah. And since then, the Newman Guide has become an online resource that reaches more than 75,000 families every year and has a whole host of related products making the case for faithful Catholic education. I'm sure we'll talk about these more another time, Kevin, but from our companion, My Future, My Faith magazine, to the virtual college fair we do, to our Recruit Me program, our essay contest, there's a lot of related products to the Newman Guide. And now that the Newman Guide has expanded to include Catholic primary and secondary schools, as well as Catholic graduate programs, we have even more offerings for Catholic families. And then... Kelly, I know that at the times, somewhat like today, we had over 200, we still have over 200 so-called Catholic universities that are out there, right? Catholic colleges and universities. But only about what percent make the Newman Guide and why? Sure. So only about 10% of the nation's Catholic colleges we've recognized in the Newman Guide. Unfortunately, the reality is that many Catholic colleges have secularized to varying degrees in the, for the very first edition of the Newman Guide, we sent out a survey to every Catholic college in the nation to get a pulse on where Catholic colleges stand on different issues, especially those issues that the church has highlighted that are required by Catholic colleges, right? In John Paul II's Ex Corde Ecclesiae, he says you have to have at least 50% Catholic faculty. He says there should be a unity of faith and reason, right? So we see a lot of that lacking on college campuses today. Unfortunately, even the, from academics, right, professors who are pushing ideologies that are contrary to the faith to campus life where there's just high rates of the binge drinking hookup culture. So it's no surprise that so many Catholics are going to college and losing their faith on campus. And we want to provide Catholic families with those options where they'll receive strong support in their faith. All right. So, Kelly, I know that we had a program at the Cardinal Newman Society known as the Honor Roll and that there were numerous schools in their honor roll program. Why did we 
take the honor roll and roll it into the Newman Guide? Sure. So we've been look, working with Catholic schools at the K-12 level for many years now at the Cardinal Newman Society, which is something that may be new for some of our listeners. But we've actually been working with principals and superintendents and educators for many years, especially through our Catholic Education Honor Roll Program that recognize excellent Catholic schools across the country. And it was a wonderful program, a strong foundation, really, to launch the Newman Guide expansion. And so now with, with the standards we've developed on every aspect of Catholic education, we've even raised the bar of our expectations for schools to be recognized in the Newman Guide. And this, many of the schools that have been affiliated with our honor roll program are very excited about the Newman Guide, being a part of the Newman Guide family, and are working through that application process. I know that we also have a, a Newman Guide flag that we could offer that if people went through the process of becoming Newman Guide recommended, which, as we said, is filled with details to their benefit. We don't, Cardinal Newman Society doesn't make any money off of the details. It's to prepare those schools. But when they finally achieve it, what ways can they let people know their Newman Guide recommended? We love seeing the ways that the schools that are already recognized in the Newman Guide are celebrating their recognition. Some of them are planning to fly the Newman Guide flag on their campus. Some of them have printed our Newman Guide recommended logo on a cake and gathered the whole school community to to gather and celebrate. They've announced their inclusion in the Newman Guide at a fundraising gala or at a school-wide prayer event. They can share about it, obviously, on their website and their communications to families with their local Catholic newspaper or radio station. This is great news highlighting that they're, they're doing everything they can to be faithfully Catholic in all that they do. And so once they make it through the process, spread the word. So, and in, in, in that vein... Kelly, the the schools going through such work to make sure they are Newman Guide recommended, getting the recognition, and then within the communities, there's such a competition for education today, right? I mean, parents are faced with the idea that they could send their kids to public school, mm-hmm. and and they think that it's free, right? Like that's the thing you'll say, well, I don't pay anything when I go, well, yes, you did, but you, you pay it in the taxes. Mm -hmm. But this gives all educators, all Catholic schools, a distinct competitive advantage, right? Yes. hundred percent. And, and, and so they can then share that with their community, draw people to them through that. Some of the commercials that you'll, you'll hear during the wisdom of Solomon session here today is some of the presidents from schools that will say just how powerful the impact of the Newman Guide was. I can remember watching a video of a college, Benedictine College in Atchison, Kansas, where the president, Steve Minnis, asked the students to raise their hand mm. if they chose the school because of the Newman Guide. And I couldn't believe the number of people that stood up. That's amazing. I, there was a similar event at University of Mary when Patrick Riley was honored out there with an award. And the whole room for his award was filled with students and faculty members who'd come to the University of Mary because of the Newman Guide. Wow. One other thing I wanted to ask, from a teacher's perspective, what does this do for the actual you know, people that are in the trenches every day? What does a Newman Guide recognition do for them? Well, one of the aspects of the Newman Guide recognition is incorporating our Catholic curriculum standards. And those standards 
are a wonderful resource. They were created when Common Core was really popular and many Catholic schools were rushing to embrace Common Core. And we said, wait, Catholic schools should have Catholic standards. And so we set to work developing our own set of standards that cover every subject area. And I think these are a great tool for Catholic teachers in the classroom to see if I'm teaching this history course, how can I incorporate the faith in every element of what I'm doing? And how can the students you know, reach these objectives by the end of the year? And these Catholic curriculum standards are, I mean, when you talk about something like that, uh, adopting a standards, that can be overwhelming, right? I mean, uh, when you're talking about the standards, so you can take part of the standards or you yep. can take all of the standards. Is that right? That's right. You can incorporate some or all of the standards. We have, that's one of the things Cardinal Newman Society is great at, is helping schools work through the process of getting these standards incorporated. And you can do it one subject at a time, you know, one grade at a time, however you want to do it. And we have some expert educators on staff who work with schools and can get you up to speed on using these. And then, Kelly, for, for schools that are out there and they look at, let's say they look at the criteria and they say, I don't know if I'm going to be able to achieve that. There's still a benefit. There's still a benefit, exactly. And sometimes it can take a longer amount of time for a school to work through all of the requirements. But the reality is, is that if they want to strengthen their Catholic identity, if they want to be the best school they can be for the students in the classroom, then the best thing they can do is begin working through the Newman Guide recognition process and strengthen what they're doing. So even if they come up and they say, okay, we may not be Newman Guide recommended, but we go through the process, we are going to kind of self-evaluate. Exactly. They'll get the tools and the next steps they need of how they can improve. Beautiful. Kelly, tell us again, where do people go to get the information on the Newman Guide? They go to newmanguide.org. You'll learn about the advantages of faithful Catholic education and see profiles on all of the schools, colleges, and graduate programs we recommend. As we take a short break, let's hear from our friend, Father Dave Pavanka, president of Franciscan University. One of the scariest statistics across the board, Catholic Protestant, is kids that are graduate from high school that are going to church, again, Catholic or Protestant, going to church within five years, 75% of that population are no longer going to church. Where they spend those four years, five years after high school are, are absolute key. So what I see, uh, Franciscan University, but also working with and collaborating with yourself and in Cardinal Newman Society is an opportunity to help navigate that, right? Navigate a world that is really actually no longer for them, a world that is largely not a Christian world anymore, not a Christian culture anymore, so that they find a place for a couple of years where they can be formed, they can be educated, so as to be able to go out and, and actually engage that world. Uh, but to be able to do that without formation, to be able to do that without faith, to be able to do that in many respects without education, uh, I think is, is perilous at best. Beautiful. You know, Chris Byrne, our, our wonderful marketing coordinator who handles our social media, put out a message just a, yesterday, I believe, called Geigo, garbage in, garbage mm. out. You know, it's the old computer adage. And that is, if things are coming in that are garbage, eventually that's going to display itself in your life, right? And colleges are a prime time for that. You're really, people don't, I think, understand the formation that's taking place at that time. Yeah. How do you, now, okay, so 2007, 
You look at it. You say, I'm going to go to New Guy College. Your parents thrilled, I'm assuming. Yes. And they say, okay, great. And then you not only do you go and get academic, but she's an overachiever, so she gets a, 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 a athletic scholarship as well. Now, you just talked about the crossroads of the culture and all the things that are happening at college campuses. Well, it's even more prevalent to me when you when you enter in the, the aspect of athletics. Mm. Yeah. How, how was that? How was that experience at a Newman Guy College to be in athletics and still wanting the core of your Catholic faith? Yes. I think that's one of the parts that really drew me to Newman Guy College. I visited a lot of different tennis programs and you know, saw in a lot of the programs that the culture of the program was not going to be what I wanted for my life, right? But I met so many girls on the tennis team when I visited who had the same kind of priorities I did. We were going to encourage each other in our faith. We were going to go to Mass every day if we could, right? And we were going to be involved in Bible studies and other things on campus together. And so that was such a huge blessing that my my life wasn't disconnected, right? My sport and my faith life and my academics wasn't disconnected. It, w- it could be a whole that was integrated across campus. And so, Kelly, you go to a Newman Gag College, you play sports, and you get ready to graduate, right? And you go out, and now you have to go out and, and enter into the world, right? So what happened then? Where'd you go? Well, it was, it was a great story. I was the president of the Pro-Life Club on campus, and we were making our arrangements for the March for Life, and I was in touch with the Carnal Newman Society to share about what the students at our college were doing for the March for Life and how many students were going and how we were upholding the sanctity of life all year long on our campus. And so I was in touch with someone from the Carnal Newman Society, turned out to be a longtime family friend, and learned that there were some job openings and applied and now have been blessed to be here for 10 years. Oh my gosh, 10 years. You, you're, you're one of the, uh, the, the long timers. That's awesome. That's Fantastic. Right. You know, it's funny. People come to the Cardinal Newman Society and they stay. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people here. You know, the average turnover at a, at a, at a place is usually about four years or less. And I, I don't think you're, you're necessarily an exception. There's a, other no. people who have been here for years. Patrick Riley, he's been doing this for 30 years, but he's recruited a great staff, a lot of dedicated Catholics who want to see that renewal in Catholic education. And and he's really a, just such a leader in the Catholic education landscape today. And he draws others like me who, you know, want to be a part of that. So you mentioned it, 30 years. 2023 marks 30 years since the Cardinal Newman Society's inception. Now, something happened, and I want to get a, a little bit back in before we get to the changes of the Cardinal Newman Society and the Newman Guide, I want to talk a a little bit more about your background. So when you come out, you get a job. There's another little aspect that I know in your life that you're not sharing, and and that is you met somebody at college, right? That's right. On the first day of my freshman year, (laughs) I met my now husband. We were friends for a long time before we started dating, but he is an amazing Catholic man and wonderful husband and father of my children. So that's you know, the people you meet in college and the light, the habits you form, the lifestyle you live in those critical years of a young adult's life, 18 to 22, are so critical for your path forward. And I mean, it's been such a blessing in my life that I not only prepared for my career, but also my vocation as a wife and mother. Wow. And and can we announce this here on the podcast? <laughs> 
Sure. So I, I picked Kelly up at the airport and, and she just kind of off the hand said, oh, yeah, and by the way, did you know I'm expecting? And I said, well, no, I didn't know that. So Kelly is expecting child number. Number four. Number four. And you have three boys. Three boys. And, this and a is, girl on the way. And a girl on the way. Congratulations. Thank you. That's fantastic. Very excited. Now, let's think about this in, in retrospect. Look, look at this and say, here's a young lady who had talent and a desire to be in a Catholic community, who picked a school that best showed forth those attributes to her. She chose it, went there, had a great experience, met her husband, and now is, is, is having a, a second generation Newman Guide. <laughs> By the way, we are going to be producing some Newman Guide kids apparel here soon. <laughs> this oh, is going to, matter of fact, we're going to get you the the the, the onesie. onesie, the <laughs> Newman Guide baby. That's what we're going to get you. Love it. Yeah. So think about the impact of that, Kelly. I mean, was that even anything that you would have imagined when you chose to go to college? No. I mean, you're not, you don't realize all of the implications you're having. You try to make, you know, one small decision, but- you know, one little good decision can turn into a, a big, big, lifelong, great decision. And I hear that from so many families, right, who have used the Newman Guide themselves that prepared them for their career and vocation and are just living really happy, fulfilling lives now. You know, we have met with different constituents that comprise the Newman Guide community. You know, the, the colleges, the professors, the career development people, the academics, each of them. And I think it was Father Pavanka that said he, he just, he can't overemphasize the idea of choosing a school and how formative that is in those, in, in those years because it's, it's a time for you to grow into your own adulthood. And what you surround yourself with is important. And you have to be able to see your Catholic faith being lived out by other mm -hmm. people, by witnesses. How did your coaching staff at the college, you know, how did they display Catholicity? Was that a big part of it? Were those, are those people, the professors, how did they weigh in on your formation? Sure. Yeah. At, the, at all the Newman Guide Colleges, I really see that witness being such a critical aspect of what they're doing. And it's from the professors to the coaches to the staff, right? And so students are able to take that witness, implement it in their own lives. And it's, and it's that consistency of message, right? It's not, we preach something over here, but we don't really live it out over here. And so a lot of the sport programs are all about incorporating virtue and excellence. I love what Belmont Abbey College and the University of Mary are doing, many of the other Newman Guide Colleges as well, when it comes to really emphasizing virtue formation and striving for excellence in their athletic programs, all to glorify God. Yeah, I see, spending a little bit of time down in Ave Maria, yeah. I see uh, uh, Joe Patterson as yes. the athletic director down there who, who shares with his football teams and really all the athletes down there as, as the athletic director the concept of conquering love mm. and bringing that into what they do on the field or on the court and, and anything that they're engaged in sports-wise, but then translating that to life. Yeah. And, and that is, again, that's such a huge thing.
Stay tuned for the next episode of the Cardinal Newman Society podcast as we continue our interview with Vice President of Newman Guide Programs, Kelly Solomon. If you'd like to learn more about how you can help promote and defend faithful Catholic education, go to cardinalnewmansociety.org. Also, if you're interested in promoting and defending faithful Catholic education wherever it is found, subscribe to the Cardinal Newman Society podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. Mm -hmm.